from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Thinking sideways. I don't understand. Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. Hey guys, what's up? Swinging Sideways, the podcast. Yeah? I'm Devin, joined as always by... Joe. And... Steve. Tonight, we're talking about the somehow still mysterious death of Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. You didn't know his death was an unsolved mystery, did you? Uh, yeah, I did. No. Well, I saw that really terrible John Cusack movie, The Raven, years oh, ago. So yeah, I didn't see that. So. Uh, I didn't see that in. either. So, oh, yeah. I, I would highly recommend that you don't. Okay. Mm, okay, I won't. Okay. It starts with a letter that reads... Dear Sir... There's a gentleman, rather the worst for wear, at Ryan's Fourth Ward Poles, who goes under the cognomen of Edgar A. Poe, and who appears to be in great distress, and he says he is acquainted with you. He is in need of immediate assistance. Yours, in haste, Joseph W. Walker. To Dr. J.E. Snodgrass. So the story goes, Poe was found either in the street or in the tavern room of Public House Tavern, also polling station. It was 
voting time. Yeah, it was, they don't they they multitask back in those days. Yeah, well, that's where they always voted. Yeah. That's how you got people to vote. Was you mm-hmm. brought uh-huh. them to a bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're like drink and then go vote. Oh uh, no, it's the other way around. Vote and we'll give you a drink. Oh, uh, we should do that mm-hmm. again. I way. think they're still doing that. I, mean, they, I believe they, they are. They are. Yeah. He was described as delirious, with his appearance being quote repulsive unquote. His hair was unkempt. He seemed unwashed and unshaven. His clothes were all ragged and torn, which was very atypical of Poe. He was very well-dressed, known for being well-dressed at almost all times. It's worth mentioning probably also that the clothes that he was wearing were later discovered that they weren't his. He'd, for some reason, been wearing someone else's clothes when he was found. He was taken to a local hospital. He spent four days in a fairly incoherent stupor before dying on October 7th, 1849. In those four days, uh, Poe was never coherent enough or couldn't remember what had caused him to be in the state that he was in. And this we're going to talk about in a minute, but this just comes from some fairly maybe unreliable sources. So... It's hard to tell if it was that he was so inco- incoherent the whole time that he couldn't actually tell people what had happened to him or if he just couldn't remember what had happened to him. Or if it didn't get recorded. Yeah. Or, or yeah, the uh, the doctor who was taking care of him, actually, who has uh, submitted some fairly inconsistent accounts of the whole thing. Yeah, and we're going we're to talk about that, obviously. He wouldn't let other people in. So maybe Co- maybe Poe was totally coherent the whole time and the, the doctor just gassed him and killed him. Yeah, I know it is. I mean, that's it's a for all we know, that's what happened. I, as Joe kind of mentioned or alluded to, Poe wasn't allowed visitors while he was in the hospital. He was kept in what's described as a prison-like cell. It even had uh, bars on the windows. It was often reserved for drunks, you know, to sleep it off. So the drunk tank, basically, it, basically the hospital, the drunk hospital tank. drunk tank. Yeah, as I said, he didn't have any visitors. The attending physician's name was Dr. John Joseph Moran. And a lot of people had been saying that Poe was found drunk. And that's why he was in this stupor. But Moran said, no, Poe wasn't drunk. He was totally sober. But then again, as we already mentioned a little bit, it's hard to tell. We just have the one account. So who knows what was true and what was not true. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Poe told Moran... When Moran said, oh, soon you're going to have friends being able to come visit you, Poe said uh, the best thing that his friends could do for him would be to blow out his brains with a pistol. Well, that's not <laughs> morbid or anything. Well, it's not like Poe was known for not being morbid. I mean... Yeah, he wasn't, a, he wasn't all sunshine yeah, and happiness. That wasn't not, so yeah. much Poe. A Mrs. Herring tried to visit him, but we later find out through letters that it was in fact Mr. Herring, which was his uncle-in-law. Oh, so it was his uncle that was trying to come see him and, and not a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was recorded as a missus, but again, it was Moran who recorded it, so... And we don't know how late, how far after Poe died that he wrote it down, so why yeah. his account might be a little mixed exactly. up. Exactly. Poe was said to have called out Reynolds repeatedly on the night of his death. This is a huge unexplained mystery. There's a lot of speculation about who Reynolds might be. There's a lot of... Reynolds is a fairly common last name in that area at that time. Could be Reynolds Rap. He just wanted some yeah, foil. Yeah, he just wanted some foil, man, for you his know, hat. It, it, uh, it, it even occurred to me that possibly 
I was I did did a little research and couldn't find anything else, but it occurred to me that maybe Reynolds there was a brand of laudanum or some other drug that was produced by the Reynolds sure. company. Yeah, right? it's always possible. He also spoke about a wife that he had in Richmond, but more on this later because oh, by the way, Poe didn't actually have a wife at the time at all, particularly not in Richmond. He did live in Richmond. He was probably confused mm-hmm. about what was going on. Well, Although in which way he was confused, it remains to be seen. Maybe he, is, he was talking about his, his, his ex-wife who had died two years before. Uh, she died more than two years before. Yeah, was it more than it two years? longer than that. Yeah, oh, right. and he also had a fiancé that lived in Richmond. So mm-hmm. it's, as I said, we'll, we'll, we're going to delve into the whole Poe history a little more in a minute here. This is just kind of the brief synopsis overview yeah, section. Yeah, super brief, right? It's just it's, ten it's minute warm long. Up. Yeah, the warm-up. This is, this is me dribbling the ball around the court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also, so let's, let's talk about quickly the whole problem with Moran. Since the doctor. The doctor. Dr. John Joseph Moran. The only witness to Poe's final four days because he denied all visitors who tried to come. And it turns out there were a couple people who tried to come visit Poe, uh, family members and such, uh. who heard about his condition and tried to visit him. And Dr. Moran said no. No, he's not well enough. Yeah, he said he said it was excitable and and violent or something like he that. He did. Yeah. Now, now I'm not I'm not really clear on this either. Did uh, were there any nurses that attended Poe in those four days? It sounds like it was just Moran. I seem to remember something about a nurse, but it was very vague. And, and I think again, the problem is that their accounts were not recorded. Mm-hmm. Moran is the only one who wrote this stuff down, and as we're going to talk about, talked at length about it. But I think that there was probably nurses, but they just right. Well, who no accounts. Yeah, who writes the records down at that time? Right now, nurses. You know, everything's tracked. Everything's so documented hard. at the wazoo. Yeah, but n- not in these days. Not mm-hmm. in the mid eighteen hundreds. Moran, it turns out changed his story uh, more than a few times and very drastically. Some say that, you know, Poe was famous. The death was unexplained. It was, he was just trying to kind of add some romantic drama to the whole situation. For example, one of the great examples of that is that it's generally accepted that Poe's very last words were, Lord, help this poor soul or help my poor soul. But later, Moran claimed that his last words were, he took a deep breath in and then said, the arched heavens encompass me and God has his decree legibly written upon the frontlets of, oh, frontlets of every created human being and demons incarnate. Their goals will be the seething waves of blank despair and then died. So wow. as you can see. For somebody that was incoherent for days. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's really yeah. a lot. So it's it's worrying that he changed all of that stuff. And yeah, I think for you can a little bit say, yes, he was trying to make the story sound so much more romantic. But on the other hand, he also changed Poe's admittance date four different times. And that prose style does not sound like Poe. So I because I, I, I have issues with it just because he changes this stuff so much. And that just doesn't sound like the things that we know, the the cadence and the style of mm-hmm. all the writings of Poe, mm-hmm. that doesn't really match it. So. I well, think, he was uh, feeling a little bit under the weather, though, and that always throws off my Poe. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. style drastically changes. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. What was I thinking? I don't know. Uh, Moran also lied about 
having tried to contact Poe's aunt slash mother-in-law, listen, it's, it's complicated. And again, we'll talk about mm. this later. But yes, his aunt and mother-in-law were the same person. And most troubling for me, of course, is that there's no records or death certificate for Poe, which, of course, means that we don't have a cause of death. Officially. Officially. There are some theories out there, which we shall speak of in the theory section. But I want to talk about Poe's super tragic life first. Fun. Ready? Yeah. Let's do this thing. Okay. Edgar Allan Poe, born January 19th, 1809 in Boston to two actors. His father abandoned the family when he was a year old, and then his mom died when he was two years old. And I don't know how he got connected to John and Francis Allen of Richmond, but they took poor little Edgar in for pretty much the rest of his life. I... I don't have a clear recollection, but I think that they were either friends of the family or they were some kind of relative, aunt, uncle, something like that. And that's how they took him in. It wasn't just some random couple that that said, oh, we'll take this poor orphan boy. Sure. I'm sure. I mean, surely there was a connection, but Hmm. I don't know what that was. It was a family connection. I'm almost positive of that. I don't think they were relatives. Okay. I, 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 again, I'm I'm a little fuzzy on that because mm-hmm. I've read this so many times. I've kind of glossed over the history. Yeah, there's some, and there's and, you know, and then more family comes in later, and it's just yeah. 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 yeah it's, I think I think that kind of arrangement was pretty common in those days because people died like flies, mm-hmm. and so there are a lot of kids left orphaned. Yeah. Yeah. So the Allens never formally adopted Edgar, but he did live with them, and they did support him for pretty much like well into his twenties. Awfully nice of him. Yes. Uh, the father, John Allen, uh, was kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> ah. He uh, Reports are that he fluctuated between just spoiling the crap out of Edgar and being abusive both emotionally and physically. So it was that like pendulum swing. And so they fought a lot, as you can imagine. And Edgar joined the army under a pseudonym. Do you know what it is or was? I'd have to look it up. Uh, Captain James T. Kirk. No, nothing like that. Nothing so awesome as that. I know. But I don't think it really matters that much. Well, but, you know, through his life, Poe did have a penchant for using pseudonyms. Mm -hmm. He did it a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, I can only imagine that this was, you know, his early stages of doing that. And then he just continued that on through his life because it worked for him. Mm -hmm. Because, well, you got to remember, it's the early 1800s. There's no way to verify who you are. Mm -hmm. Do you have papers? No. I lost them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you're you're that guy. Yep. Yep. Easy enough. Yeah. He lied about his age. He was 18. He said he was 21. And then he used the money that he made in the army to kind of start his publishing career as an author. His adopted mother died in 1829. And John, that caused John Allen and uh, Edgar to kind of reconcile. It was that among a lot of other things. It's very involved story. Wikipedia will be a friend if you actually care to know more. Well, and there's all kinds of histories on Poe out there that mm-hmm. are in not necessarily internet form, but printed form. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's oh, yeah. a litany of books about the guys. Of so course. You can pick up any of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after Poe got out of the army, he moved in with his widowed actual aunt, like blood relative aunt, and her daughter, Virginia Clem. Virginia was 14 years younger than Poe, but that didn't stop him from marrying her at the young age of 13. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Sorry, having a momentary. Uh, this practice is so weird. That well, was not that unusual I, back in I, those days. I understand that it wasn't uncommon, but it still doesn't stop me from being skeeved out by it's, it. It's a, well, it's a so little creepy. There's yeah, actually so. there's a bit of speculation around this. There's some kind of mystery around this marriage as well, because uh, since the aunt was widowed, she didn't have any income. The the only sole income maker died. Pretty much everybody in that family died. And it was just Virginia and her mom. And Poe wasn't making a lot of money, but he was making money. And he lived with these people. And it's speculated that the relationship with Virginia could have been more of like a sister relationship. And that he saw a way to be able to provide for them by marrying Virginia. On the other hand... There's a lot of anecdotal evidence that says actually they were like crazy in love. He once wrote to a friend, I see no one among the living as beautiful as my little wife. Okay, right there, that's, that creeps me out. <laughs> my little wife. Yeah. Uh, that just, uh, okay, I, I'm, I'm ignoring this. Yeah, no, you should. Because Poe had a couple of scandals with other poets of the time, lady poets. Mm. But Virginia and Poe were married for 11 years. She got cholera and died at 24. That's three very important women to Poe dead and, you know, before he was 40. Yeah, no wonder he was depressed. His mother, his stepmother, and his wife. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all... Yeah, that's rapid fire, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I think as Joe pointed out, this is actually not uncommon at the time. But yeah. Edgar Allan mm-hmm. Poe seems to have been a little more sensitive to it than I think a lot of dudes, I'm not saying people in general, but dudes of the time were mm-hmm. about that kind of stuff. Yeah. At that time, a few years after she had died, I believe, I don't have the actual dates in front of me because I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't write them down. But he Poe reconnected with a childhood friend named Sarah Royster, who he may or may not have actually been engaged to before he left for the army. They were friends when he was living with the Allens. And she had accepted his proposal, I think, within a month of his death, something around that. Can I ask a question? Because I know I've seen speculation about this. Is that when Poe's adopted mother died Mm -hmm. and then his father eventually died, he had expected to get an inheritance from his father, but his father had remarried and after he'd remarried, written him out of the will. So I know there was stuff about, well, I've, oh, I'm really broke and this is really hard. And I've heard some stuff that said that his engagement to her, to uh, Sarah, mm-hmm. was some ploy to get him back into money. We'll actually talk about that. Oh, That's, we will. There's some stuff about that in the theory section. Okay. okay. Yeah. But it is worth mentioning that Poe, in his entire life, was paid $9 for the Raven. Like that's the the total sum of the money he made off of that. Which granted, that's, that's the equivalent of like two million dollars today. Not two million. <laughs> no, not quite. Granted, it is more right than it's, we yeah. think of. It would buy you more than just a meal, and a that, beer. That maybe was a couple of months' pay back in those days. But that's it. Like that's incredible for, to me for the Raven. For yeah, the Raven. Yeah. You guys just like pause the podcast for a second, take a moment to think about that. Okay, you back? Yeah. Cool. Have you thought about it? Okay. I mentioned that Poe was found on October 3rd outside a polling station, which was sometimes called Gunner's Hall, but usually called Ryan's Tavern. 
it's just again in the you know 1800s you just kind of call stuff what you call stuff that's true i mean that's how a lot of places got named mm-hmm. oh that's uh that's billy's canyon over there because mm-hmm. billy lives in that canyon mm-hmm. and then a hundred years later it's called billy's canyon mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. how it happens this his discovery on the third was actually after about a week of totally unaccounted for time it's one of the other things that makes this such a big mystery nobody knows at all where poe was for that week mm-hmm. at yeah. all there's literally I have, I have no a theory information. About it, but well, we'll, we'll talk we'll about that, talk about that yeah. in theories. Poe had left his home in Richmond, Virginia on September 27th. A week prior, Poe's fiance, Sarah, remarked that he looked ill, so he visited a doctor who was also his friend named John Carter. Carter advised Poe that he should not travel on in his condition. This was, in fact, the day before. He actually visited Carter the day before he left. So Carter said, hey, don't travel. And Poe said, I'm going to, I'm leaving. Bye. What do you remember? What was the, the, what was it? Was that the heart condition? He said Poe had a heart condition. He didn't say, he said he had a condition. Okay. And they, that Poe had often... recently suffered an attack. And if he had another such attack, it would kill him. Yeah. That's he a... didn't never define what it was or anything. I like know. They're, they're so vague about that mm-hmm. kind of stuff back in those days. Yeah. Like, you know, an attack of, you know the heebie-jeebies or something mm-hmm. like that. That would have been an official mm-hmm. diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. Days. It yeah. would have. This is but, the, these are the days of lady vibrators for, you know, hysteria. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, well, but, but I do, I do know that there is, there's letters from Poe that talk about having been ill before this trip. Yep. And he, he'd said something, I think I have the cholera or the spasms and mm-hmm. he'd evidently been taking medication for cholera. Mm-hmm. So it's it is evident that there was something not right. Mm-hmm. Some uh, what it is, I don't know. Yes. but he did have something going on. Exactly. So this isn't just out of the blue. One guy's diagnosis. Of note, just to bring it back to Carter here, is that when Poe left Carter's house, he, who by mistake, air quotes included, took Carter's walking stick, walking cane, in place of his own. Carter's walking stick had a sword concealed in it. Poe's did not. Nice. <laughs> That's so cool. There, there's a letter from Carter about this whole incident, and it says Poe is just standing there playing with it, the cane, and just kind of looks at Carter and says, oh, I'm just going to go down to the tavern for a minute. I'll be right back. And just, like, walks out with the cane. Uh-huh. <laughs> Never to return. Yeah, but he- <laughs> But uh, Poe was noted to be kind of absent-minded, and he had brought his own walking stick in, so mm-hmm. it's conceivable. But he had he was... actually remarked on, he had said, oh, this is really nice, had remarked on it. Carter had been like, yeah, I'm super proud of it. Blah, blah, blah. They had a conversation about it, and Poe just kind of looked at it and said, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> it seems it the the thing that I want to make apparent to people is that it seems from the accounts that this was an intentional thing that Poe did, not mm-hmm. necessarily that he thought, oh, this is my walking stick. I'll take it. He looked at Carter's and said, I will have that. Thank you. This is very cool. It I is... will take it now. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, his life was under threat, you know, from well, and we'll talk about this. What, and yeah. a sword. There's some dispute, like we talked about earlier, about what Carter told Poe was wrong with him. Some people say that it was a brain tumor. Some people say it was a heart thing. Some people say it was the cholera. 
if I remember correctly, the cholera had been resolved a month or so prior. I was going to say, yeah. so recent, but... Because yeah. there's, there's a span of time in his letters to people where he says, I'm so ill, I can barely hold a, a pen mm-hmm. or the quill. Mm-hmm. And then there's letters after that, which are dated weeks later. I feel so much better. I'm a different man. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there's definitely some time. Yeah. He also apparently had an irregular heartbeat. Which um, is not always problematical. No, I not mean, always. I have an irregular heartbeat. Yeah. And it's, you know, my doctor says it's just and fine. And it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And so it depends. I don't know. Uh, he also, Poe, fun fact, uh, pretty much everything you've heard about Poe being a drunk came from his rival writing about how drunk he was all the time after his death. Yeah, wasn't that Clark Griswold? Yeah. Poe. Actually, it wasn't Clark. I'm joking. Almost all of the accounts from the time Poe was actually part of the temperance movement. Like he, he didn't drink very much. Did At not the drink. time of his death, he was. At the time of his death, he had had a bout of drinking years and years and years and years in his very early life. And it turns out that when Poe drank, he was taken by terrible bouts of insanity. He was such a lightweight that one glass of wine would just do him totally in. He was just smashed after one glass of wine, apparently. I I do want to raise that I didn't really find any accounting of that other than from all of this official stuff from his rival. So I have to question that. That's fair. Yeah, there was, I, I, I can't remember the guy's name now. I should have written this down when I was mm. researching this. There was somebody else who knew him, for, who'd known him for many years, who said that, they would occasionally drink together, and, and there was nothing bizarre or anything like mm-hmm. that. They'd get drunk, but They'd that's because they sat around and drank brandy for an hour or whatever. Yeah, it but was. he didn't. Yeah, nothing, nothing mm-hmm. about and 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 also, but he also did not appear to be an alcoholic because he would go for months without a drink. Yeah, yeah, I think that as far as I can tell from the accounts, there is some evidence to suggest that he was a lightweight, that he couldn't really handle his alcohol. His sister had the same thing, so. We'll talk about that a little bit in theories as well. I brought that up to mention that the night that he visited Carter, where he said he was going, was down to a tavern, a local tavern. And the tavern owner reports that Poe left totally sober and in high spirits and seemed totally fine. That does not explain why Poe left his luggage in his rented room in said tavern, uh, but that's fine. This actually caused some controversy during the time because when Poe was found, he obviously wasn't coherent enough to say like where his luggage was or anything. And it turned out that it was still in Richmond in this tavern. Uh, his nephew went to Baltimore Which once is he where found he out. Him. Yeah, once where where Poe was found. Once he found out about Poe, and he and Herring, Herring, Herring. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying Herring. You just Herring, don't like that name. Yeah. You hate the pattern. Started, they started searching <laughs> for the luggage, as you would. You know, if somebody said, well, I don't know where my luggage is, you would go looking for it. And he wrote in a letter, at the time he arrived in the city where he spent the time he was here, or under what circumstances, I have been unable to ascertain. It appears that on Wednesday, he was seen and recognized at one of the places of election in Old Town, and that his condition was such as to render it necessary to send him to the college, where he was tenderly nursed until the time of his death. 
Mr. Herring and myself have sought in vain for the trunk of clo the and clothes of Edgar. There is reason to believe that he was robbed of them while in such a condition as to render him insensible of his loss. But it turns out it was always in Richmond. He just didn't take it with him. He just didn't take it with him. Which mm. is random. Yeah. On a purpose. Not a great sign. On purpose or by accident? Who knows? Yeah. And again, then there's literally nothing known about that week in between. In between the 27th when he left Richmond and the 3rd when he appeared in Baltimore. So there's, there is stuff out there talking that this trip that he took, I believe it was his final destination was New York. Is that right? Because he had a book to edit for somebody, and then he and the woman who had written that book were going to come back. And it might not be New York. I'm trying to remember what city it was. Do you know what I'm talking about? The trip yeah. was he was no, going to go No, I know what you're talking about. I next. just can't remember. I'm trying to remember where he was going. Okay. But, to but the too. point is, yeah. is that he could have been in any city. So that's an important thing for people to understand is mm -hmm. it's not that he went from Richmond to Baltimore and, and hung out in Baltimore, Baltimore yeah. for five days. Though it's possible. It's possible, <laughs> but he also could have been anywhere else. Yeah, and well, I'm, I'm not within sure, reason. I'm not sure actually how long it took to travel from in those days from Richmond to Baltimore. I mean, that I could easily see that being a couple of days back in mm -hmm. those days. Yeah, I could see that being it's a day a train. or two. Yeah, he with the train. train. Yeah. He took the train? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Because there's there's talk about people saying, well, maybe he meant to get on one train and was confused and got on the other and accidentally backtracked. And, and I'm, some of this is in mm -hmm. different theories, but so it's it was he was definitely traveling by train. So I know that yeah. for a fact. But he could have been wherever the stinking rail routes went. Yeah, he could have stopped off for you know got off the train for a couple of days here, mm -hmm. there, whatever. He could have done all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And as mentioned, the the liable list reports that his nemesis uh released after his death said, Well, oh, he was on a drunken bender, but no nobody really believes that. Nobody thinks mm -hmm. that, that well, yeah. that's not true. Some people do think that. But it's likely that that was just made up to slander his name after his death. I think so. You know what the, the biggest tragedy is for Poe after he died is that his rival, what was the guy's name again? The last name? His last name was Griswold. Okay. Yeah. What Griswold did, I don't know if you guys saw this in the reading. I did. I'm guessing you did. Yeah. Is I don't know how he convinced Poe's family to do this if they were in need of cash or what. But he he bought from them all of his papers and all of his writings and all these letters. And so he was essentially the executor of all of this stuff from Poe. So he had an iron grip on what came out after the fact, which yeah. is just... Clever That's move. Clever and just cruel. But I, I don't understand how the, the... I guess the family must not have been aware that this guy was kind of a... And was not uh, not a friend and an enemy of Edgar Allan Poe. I, uh, I I have a feeling that they may not have realized the level of venom that was between them somehow because it was pretty public. But mm -hmm. he may not have realized how bad they may not have known, and so they were like, "Oh, well, he's being very nice and very very considerate, and so we need a couple of bucks." So, okay, I, I mean, I I don't get it. I don't no, either. Me neither. But, but then again. A hundred, 150 years later, it's very easy to see the value of those documents. But at the time, 
they may have had yeah, the, no idea. Yeah, the one I like to kind mm-hmm. of compare it to is Van Gogh, right? Who was a drunk and literally trying to give his paintings away to have alcohol. And people would say, no, dude, your paintings are pretty bad. I don't <laughs> want it. Like, that's not worth a beer to me. So, so I would buy that guy a case of booze yeah, at the time. Absolutely, Van Gogh? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the time, it's his style was a little out there, though. I mean, we all recognize it today as, you know, brilliant. Beautiful, yeah. And, yeah. But, right, but it's exactly that sort of phenomenon that happens yeah. pretty frequently, I think. He was not, yeah, maybe Poe was not, well, he was actually pretty highly regarded, I guess, even yeah. at the time. But, not, but, but now he's like, you know, one of the great American authors mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of all time. Yeah. But, but does this mean, though, that because Griswold bought all this stuff, does that mean that every time I buy a copy of The Raven, then some descendant of Griswold gets the royalty? I don't know that. That's an excellent question. We should do some research. Yeah, we, we, we should. another mystery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to talk about theories? Uh, well, we might as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The first theory is that it was voter fraud. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Cooping. I mentioned he was found outside or maybe in a polling station, and apparently it was pretty common at the time for people to find a mark, like Poe, for instance, beat him, kidnap him, dress him in a variety of different disguises, and force him to vote for the same candidate multiple times. It would explain why he was wearing someone else's clothes. It would explain is, why he was incoherent. It would explain why he was incoherent. Because they would drug him. It wouldn't explain, you know, why he kept getting worse. After he was hospitalized. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. I feel like that's the sort of thing people recover from and can remember what happened. I don't <laughs> agree with that. It, the other thing, of course, is that there, and our records are shoddy, but there's no mention of him looking like he got beat up. Yeah, I know. There's, there are other, other beating theories out there, too. Yeah, and I don't, I haven't heard anything I haven't read anything that says that he was described as having even really any kind of cuts or bruises or anything. Well, exactly. No, That's one I, thing the doctor probably would have mentioned is, is if he had if he two black have. eyes. At and the I, very yeah. least. And, I mean, and some missing or bruising. Teeth. Yeah. yeah. But, but there, is, there is recordings of the fact that there are people who, when they were victims of these cooping schemes, and they would be locked away, and they would be drugged, and there are accounts of people who were overdosed with whatever it was, and of course, when you voted, they gave you a drink mm-hmm. and then you were hauled to the next place and you voted again and you got another drink. So if you're chucked full of drugs, whatever it might be, because Lord knows what kind of concoction they're using to make you docile, that that can have a negative effect that it did kill some people. It was infrequent. But the other problem with this theory is the police who monitored the polling stations that year yeah. said it was a very calm and dull day. Mm-hmm. The Coopings, these guys came out in kind of big groups, and it was pretty obvious when they were showing up because yeah. these people were in a cart. Mm-hmm. They well, had them all chucked in the back of a cart. So Well, I... yeah, and there's another problem with this particular theory, which is that Edgar Allan Poe was actually fairly well-known mm-hmm. back in those days. Though... So. The description of him is that he looked so unlike himself that even his friends had a hard time recognizing him mm-hmm. when they saw him. Somebody who knew him, recognized him finally at the bar and said, oh, hey, <laughs> you're not just some random drunk. You're Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, you don't look great. Let's get you some help. But it took a while. So for all we know, you know, it could have been that he just wasn't recognized. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible, but um, well, I don't like uh, this theory. I'm not trying no, to defend I, it. I don't. I, just... I don't think this theory is really any good. But uh, because it sounds like it sounds like when they discovered him, I mean, it, the election took place on a single day, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. It sounds like from the state that he was in, he had been um, he had been going downhill sharply for more than just a day, from the condition of his hair and his and his skin, his clothes, everything like that. But, these scooping schemes would start to gather people days prior to an election, mm-hmm. and they uh-huh. would hold them in basements and locked up and all of that. So I, I again, I'm not, I'm not in bed with this theory at all. Mm-hmm. But it does the 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 evidence does show that if he was a victim of it, he could have been held for days on end. Why didn't they just bribe him like they do today? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Next up is booze. Woo-hoo! 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 As previously mentioned, there were a lot of reports about this. Apparently, Poe was the lightweight. We kind of talked about that and the validity of that. Who knows? The theory goes that his illness prior to traveling was brought on by drinking. Somebody Mm. had tempted him. Somebody tempted him to fall off the wagon. And that's what, you know, the doctor was talking about, Dr. Carter was talking about when he said, if you have another attack, you'll, it'll kill you. There's some speculation that Poe had something that made it so that his body wouldn't process alcohol the right way or that it affected him a certain way. His sister was also a lightweight, as I mentioned. There's some speculation that that could have been caused by a lesion on the brain. I think there are probably other things. There are other things that can cause that, right? Yeah. I I, I was... Because I do not like the theory that Poe drank himself to death just because, mm. as Joe pointed out and you pointed out, there's not a whole lot of evidence that he was an alcoholic. Right. Because people who love the sauce always drink the sauce mm-hmm. so that doesn't hold up to me but I, I you know just to play devil's guy I, mean, I, I started looking into well how does your body deal with alcohol and your liver takes and processes somewhere between 90 to 95 percent of all alcohol that you drink or that you absorb and then breaks it down from there And that process, how it does it is the liver first breaks alcohol into acetaldehyde, 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 acetaldehyde. That's Mm. how you say it. I'm struggling with that word for a day now, (laughs) Um, which turns out is a pretty bad substance. But once it's once the body doesn't just leave it there, it then breaks it down into acetate, Mm -hmm. which is relatively inert in the body. And then and it can expel it, and it, so the whole thing is normally not a problem. Right. But it got me thinking about what if he has some kind of condition, and there are conditions where people can't handle liquor, mm-hmm. and so it has a greater effect on them. If his body wasn't processing alcohol like it should have or breaking down these components and and expelling them the way that it was supposed to, mm-hmm. that might account for some of it. Because the acetaldehyde, it turns out, is a carcinogen. 
Yeah. And it's it, people. This is something that you find in a chemical form because we know how to now make that. Mm-hmm. If people get exposed to the right parts per million of it, they have delirium, they have hallucinations, loss of intelligence. All this stuff, it's actually been linked to, for people who don't break it down correctly, they don't have the proper enzyme or they don't create enough of the enzyme, mm-hmm. it's linked to Alzheimer's. So there is a possibility that his body wasn't, his liver specifically, mm-hmm. wasn't doing its job in the way that it should have for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So he had a buildup of this stuff in his system, which may have caused this... This condition that the doctor was saying, if this happens to you one more time, it's going to kill you. And I don't know that he necessarily did take a drink. But if he did, and he had built up enough of that in his system, that might have been what he was suffering from. Because if you get enough of this chemical compound, it will kill you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, I'm just looking at this from the science perspective. I just wanted to see what happens and how that works. And it's, it's plausible. Mm. I don't buy it, mm. but it's totally possible. Well, now the uh, the thing is, though, is that uh, you have this you have this when you drink alcohol and this stuff builds up and you get all horribly sick and everything. Then after you recover from that, then I assume your, your liver does manage to process it at least, and your body manages to get rid of it at least somewhat, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, that's kind of that's that's part of what makes a hangover is your body is breaking down. The the alcohol mm. into the acetaldehyde and then into acetate, and that's a noxious thing in your system, so that's part of what makes you sick. Yeah, but you'd think that if somebody suffered from a condition like that, then if they, they would draw, they would notice that every time they drink, they get horribly sick. They would not drink. Well, that mm. might be why Poe, though he did drink occasionally, didn't drink often yeah. because it may much. have been... Man, I went out and I had two glasses of wine and I had a really fun time and I have felt like crap for three days. Mm-hmm. I, that that could explain why he was such an infrequent drinker and why he yeah. got on board with the temperance movement. Mm-hmm. That's my other issue with the, the, the boozed himself to death. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had friends that were in the movement, so he jumped on board the bandwagon. But, I, you know, they're just, the evidence doesn't support it short of this one jerk who said, oh, yeah, Post was a total booze hound. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I think that um, even if he had had some alcohol, I, I, I don't think that they were, I don't think the doctor was feeding him alcohol in the hospital. So he should have recovered. Well, well, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, Devin, when they picked him up, there are. There's nothing in the writing that says, oh, and by the way, your buddy smells like uh, a still. No, there's not. And as I said, Moran, for all his unaccountability, did say, no, Poe was not drunk. He said he did not smell of liquor. Yeah, he, he said drunk. he wasn't yeah. showing any signs of that. And I think, you know, the only thing that this kind of helps to explain is <laughs> you get drunk and wear someone else's clothes. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's... We've a, all done I it. I know. Yeah, we've all done it. <laughs> No, we haven't? Okay. Yeah. Next yeah. theory. Yeah. Poisoning of any kind, carbon monoxide, heavy carbon metal poisoning. There, um, there heavy is... metal, maybe carbon monoxide now. I mean... There is something, and I don't remember what the compound is, in the medication that he would have been taking for cholera. There is a compound in it that if you get enough of it, it is 
really lethal. Well, yeah, but yeah. he would have had to been taking so much of that compound yep. that it's obscene. He would have been having to take, I don't remember what it was, five to ten times the prescription mm-hmm. for that to have made him go into the state that he was found in. Right. Yeah, back yeah, back in those days, they put some pretty questionable stuff in some of the uh-huh. like, like mercury. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, oh, really? yeah. I think that might be what was in it was mercury. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I, I, and so I, he, maybe he did chug a lot of his, his bottle of laudanum. I don't know. But it's, well, the other thing is that so Poe's hair became a collector's item directly after his death. Which is actually kind of fortunate. Yeah, it turns out it's and fortunate. creepy. Because yeah. doctors have been able to, since then, take and test his hair, and they've come up with no- nothing. There's least, nothing yeah. in it that they yeah. can find. There's nothing they can find. So no, and no. And rabies? No. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of liking rabies. You like rabies? I'm thinking rabies makes a lot of sense. I've never liked rabies. Never I, liked rabies. Yeah. As a disease, yeah. I, I really don't like it <laughs> I don't at really, all. really care for it either. Yeah, that's why, you know, when people come up to say, we're raising money for cancer, I say, go to hell. I'm not in favor <laughs> of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently his symptoms match. I don't buy it. How he would have gotten it is unclear. There was no evidence to suggest that he gotten bit by anything. Uh, one of the biggest, most prevalent, almost every single time somebody has rabies, fears, things, symptoms is the fear of water, and he did not have that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's the only that's the only problem with that is i mean I, there are probably other ways to get rabies besides just being bitten by a dog uh or a, or a bat or, or a rat bat. yeah or a... but rabies isn't an immediate onset rabies has an incubation period of something uh, on the order of if i remember correctly four to six weeks before you're really in the symptoms yeah so you could have gotten a rat bite for example and it had enough time to heal exactly and, yeah so, so while I again not on board with it, I'm not going to discount it because there was no bite wound. Yeah, I get, it's the water thing for me. But yes. I don't, you know, actually, I was going, I was going to um, check into the, to the actual symptoms of hydrophobia because I know that uh, hydrophobia, you're afraid of water, and and I know Poe was drank water while he was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if hydrophobia means that you're afraid of the water because you still have to drink water to stay alive, right? Mm-hmm. But that's so. part of the problem with rabies is that you're afraid of water, and so you don't drink, and so you start to get dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, then people, you go people won't drink. It's mm-hmm. why they get all their fluids intravenously when they're being treated for rabies is, be you know, when they're in the throes of it. Mm-hmm. Because you can't say, would you like a glass of water? Because they freak out and knock it out of your hand, and it scares the holy living crap out of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. But, uh, again, I don't, I don't buy that one. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it either. Uh, next is an illness of some kind. It's not a tumor edition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's speculated he could have had the flu or had another bout of cholera. There, there's nothing to suggest the symptoms. It's not, yeah, you know, the he flu? wasn't throwing I've up. Had the he flu, wasn't pooping. Uh, yeah. uh, he could have been hypoglycemic. Which I don't get because I, I assume they were feeding him. Mm-hmm. So if he had low blood sugar, um, mm-hmm. you would think. Yep. That. He could have had some unknown illness. Like the vapors? Like, I don't know what. Yeah. He could what have is the had... Vapors? The vapors? Uh, the vapors is just a term for, for you know, like like um, when uh, Victorian women would, would, like, be all offended. And they'd all, act all faint and go, oh, my... Oh my lord, sir! You know, and they go go sit on the Swoon. Faint, sit on the fainting couch because they're you know that's the vapors, I think. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Devin. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just didn't get that. 
Could have had syphilis. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he could have. Could have. Could have. Um, well, I know that uh, there. I mean, syphilis does lead to insanity at the at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's entirely possible. It seems like it came on really quickly. It seems like he would have been showing symptoms, although. If he had been sick and not looking well, it does seem like it came on really quickly, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, if we're going to say that it's syphilis, because we've gone down this road, I would point, have either of you ever done any research into Al Capone? Who no, had but syphilis? I know, yeah, he was a syphilitic idiot. Yeah, he, yeah. but but that lasted a long, a long time. time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as if, yeah, I've got syphilis. Oh, I'm not treating. Yeah, I got syphilis, and woo, screwy, yeah, dead three days later. Yeah, yeah, he, no, it doesn't work that way. No, no, it 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 you drag on for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah. while it so, eats yep. holes in your brain. So it, I, exactly, yeah. it, it's it's not an immediate killer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not liking syphilis. I again. don't either. I don't like syphilis. In fact, I, I don't like syphilis, period. Yeah. Yeah, really. Why would you? Nobody should. Uh, he could have, I guess, been epileptic as well. Uh, Hard no. to tell. Explain that to me. How, I can't how... explain it. It's just something I saw on the internet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw that too on the internet too, and I was kind of yeah. scratching my head over that one. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, I, we're kind of doing a list of things that aren't viable right now, aren't we? Uh, uh, yeah. Just to just to say it. I feel so much better now. Great. Yeah, knowing but, that's what this list is. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what that list well, is. My mother had had epilepsy, and uh, and she also had brain cancer, and um, and eventually after the surgery and all the radiation and everything that they gave her, she had a massive seizure, and she was out of her mind for several days. I mean, literally. I mean, it was it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like she was, I was, but she wasn't completely incoherent. I could still talk to her, mm-hmm. but she wasn't perceiving reality quite correctly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like for example, I talked, I was talking to her and 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 she said the people around here are they're, they're acting so strangely because like the phone rings and i tell them to answer the phone and they say the phone's not ringing and i'm going like and, you know they're lying to me and then i was visiting her next time i was visiting her we're sitting there talking and and suddenly she says there do you hear it and she's pointing at the phone and the phone was not ringing mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah yeah and, and stuff like that i mean all, i can list a whole bunch of stuff but she eventually recovered, though. She didn't just like go mm-hmm. down and down and down and then die right. because of After, the because of the se- the epileptic se- yeah, I mean, seizure. Yeah, yeah. She was kind of sort of out of her mind for a few days, mm-hmm. and then it started getting better. And mm-hmm. within three or four days, she was she was okay again. You know, so yeah, yeah. So, no, so much, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So now it's illness of some kind. It's a tumor. Oh, this is the tumor edition. This yeah, is, this is actually. Uh, not a bad one. This is, this is the one that I'll get behind. These next two yeah. are my two favorite. I've saved the best for last. <laughs> Apparently, a doctor once told Poe in his younger years, I think in his, it was a doctor in New York, and it was in his, he was in his 20s or something like that, said that he had a lesion on his brain, and that was the root of his booze problem. How did they figure that out? I don't know. Okay, thank you. I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah. An x-ray, maybe? I don't know what you can see and what you can't see anywhere. Yeah. I, if you have, like, scar tissue that's different, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know how yeah. they figure out you have a lesion on the brain I don't know in 1830. Yeah, I so don't I'm know. just So I'm just asking. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. Because here's the thing. I, I'm kind of pulling a Devin on Devin is I'm Googling as we're talking. Uh. And I knew I had heard something about this recently, uh. which is... X-rays weren't used clinically until about 1896. Oh. So if he's in his 20s, it's 1829, 1830-ish, 1840-ish. It's still not 
something that they're doing. So I just okay. I, I so don't get I don't know why, how that doctor knew. But let's just like take on faith that the doctor knew or said, "Hey, there's something wrong with your brain." Yeah, he was a brain savant of some maybe. There, well, there there are ways to deduce disorders and stuff like that from behaviors. Sometimes you can tell, mm-hmm. but of course, back in those days, a it's lot of harder. it was still was like basically they were right. kind of witch doctors, right? I mean, I don't know if they were, they were still bleeding people in this, no. at that time, were they? Oh, I'm so. sure some of it happened, but not nearly as much as it had I historically. Know. It wasn't that much that earlier. Like George Washington, for example, supposedly died of a cold that turned into pneumonia, but he probably actually died from, because they kept bleeding him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> otherwise he would have lived a lot longer. Yeah. And so, and that was not that long before. I mean, no. Yeah. No. That was no. A few, it, that, that was the a practice few decades. was still around, but I yeah. don't think it was quite as popular as it had once been. Mm-hmm. Can we start talking about my favorite theory again? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. Sorry. Oh. We we went Great. way out in the weeds, didn't we? Yeah. We Oops. haven't we haven't discussed yet that Poe's body was fairly unceremoniously dumped into a cheap coffin into an unmarked grave when he first died. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't quite dumped. It placed it in there and he had, he actually had a very brief funeral. I think it lasted 3 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it With did. seven people in attendance. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. Yeah. At least you know there's so many millions of people who love him, love him now. Well, and that's exactly it. 26 years later, his body was exhumed and moved to a more permanent location with this like huge statue or not statue, but monument. It's a, it's a, it's a beautiful monument. Yeah, by it's the way. really pretty. You should look up pictures if you'd like. It's the second one. You know, the first one mm-hmm. that uh, they were going to put down got destroyed by a train. Right. Which was crazy. Well, everything Way about to go, Poe's Poe. life is just drawing the bad luck yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did have a curse, didn't he? He did. Anyways, when the crew was exhuming his body, the coffin was in such disrespa- disrepair that when they went, they had it connected to some mechanism to carry it, and the coffin just like fell apart. <laughs> So the skeleton yeah, obviously was not. Twenty-six in... years buried in the, in the soil to do that. Yeah, it wasn't in great shape, and one of the workers remarked, unsolicitedly remarked, that there was an odd feature of the skull, and that was that it sounded like there was a ball rolling around in there. And the, given that this was about the late 1800s, they said, oh, yeah, that's just his brain. It shriveled up in there. We now know, of course, that brains don't last that long. They rot real they quick. Rot the first real quick. But apparently a brain tumor can calcify after death and would account for the sound of a ball rolling around inside of a skull because it would be calcified. It would be harder. It would Mm -hmm. have lasted. It would have been in there. It'd be in the skull without a fracture or anything like that. So that could account for that sound. It could account for a lot of his behavior. It could account for his swift decline, his inability to be treated. Mm -hmm. I, I get, I, I personally put a lot of stock into the idea that, had a brain cancer of some kind. Mm-hmm. I know Joe's briefly talked about, you know, having family that had brain cancer, and I've seen it too. And it's amazing how someone can operate and operate and operate and seem completely okay. And then just one day, it you know, that, that whatever the cancer may be, shorts the circuit, mm-hmm. to put it kind of in a general phrase, mm-hmm. and it just shuts everything down yeah. and sends somebody downhill quite rapidly. Yeah, okay, but at, 
It actually, though, uh, a tumor, probably depending on what part of the brain it's in, I mean, you'll feel the effects of it for a long time. I mean, they'll continually build. Mm -hmm. But he may have been suffering for, it's possible that he had been suffering from years. You know, he he was having attacks. He wasn't a very well man. He had bouts of time where it was better and bouts of time that it was worse, which I think is typical of kind of a long-term illness like that. You Mm -hmm. kind of get better and you get worse and you get better and you get worse. So I don't know. It's it's not as though we have any evidence to suggest that he wasn't suffering migraines and headaches and delusions and whatever else. The things that, that I, I really find horrifying in the whole story is, of course, the lack of records mm-hmm. of Poe when he was in the hospital. Because if there had been any kind of written accounting of his actions and his behaviors other than this kind of, I'm going to use the word anecdotal Mm -hmm. recollections of of Moran, then that might lead us to know a little more, have, have better, better ideas. I mean, there's, there's things that people in that condition do. I I don't know if you guys have ever heard of things like terminal agitation, Mm -hmm. which is it turns out kind of a, a related or a common thing with, with brain, cancers of the brain where somebody's just constantly moving and doing stuff. And so it's, it's like if we had that kind of record, we might be able to say, oh, yeah, we've seen that over the last 150 years and categorized it. But unfortunately, yep. we just don't have it. No good and, and the ball rolling around in his in his skull <laughs> Can I just say is not indicative to me of brain cancer that sounds more like a clot of dirt. Mm. I'm I'm just gonna say it. Or I a rock. still a am clot t- is not gonna roll around and rattle. It's gonna just disintegrate. But okay. maybe a, a hard, a, maybe wand, a, really hard, a, rock, a rock. I don't care what like it is. That. A chunk of earth of some sort is in the skull. Man. Where I, but I still I get behind the cancer theory because yeah. that's the one that explains to me why he switched so quick and went downhill so fast. I agree. Fast. I agree. So that's so that's one of my favorite theories. The next of my favorite theories is murder. As we previously alluded to, it turns out Sarah, his that that point fiance, was quite wealthy. Which we started to Which talk we about started earlier. to talk about. She also had three brothers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Freaking brothers. Yeah. I, I don't I think they were younger than her because I think that she had all the money. She was in charge of all the money and that they were in risk of the losing eldest. a lot of the money. If she married Poe or something of that nature, the theory goes that Poe was threatened by the three brothers in Philadelphia, and he was so frightened that he disguised himself for a week and hid in Baltimore to throw them off the trail. It didn't work, of course. He was intercepted by the brothers. He was beaten or elsewise incapacitated, forced to drink, which they knew would kill him, and left for dead. Why didn't he use the sword cane? Well, that I mean, I think that's one of the other things is this is one of this is literally the only theory that addresses the fact that he seemingly purposefully took a weapon with him the night before he left on the train. So I think it's at least fun to think about maybe the brothers had threatened him just verbally before 
So what? he thought, oh, I need to protect myself. I'm going to take this cane with a sword in it. Wasn't one of the only things that he still had on his person that was his was the cane? That's true. That's, he yeah. still had the cane when they found him. So mm-hmm. he ditched his fancy clothes, mm-hmm. was wearing the palm hat, I think they called it, and raggedy coat. Yeah, like a straw hat and raggy coat. Yep, and but, but he still had the sword cane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why didn't he buy a gun? Uh, he was broke. <laughs> yeah, he was been. super broke. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a fun theory. I don't know if it's the one that I necessarily believe the most, but I definitely think it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's also possible that um, you know he was kept incommunicado in the hospital. So there's another couple of ways to look at it. Maybe the brothers paid off. Paid off the doctor. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Moran. Went in there and, you know, then, or even paid the doctor to poison him. Mm-hmm. Overdose him, something yeah. like that on laudanum. It's always possible. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, and then just the doctor made up this whole story about, even though he was completely lucid, the doctor made up this huge story about how he was just out of his mind and raving the entire time mm-hmm. when actually he wasn't. Right. It's possible. It's always yeah. possible. I, I also wonder if, well, let's just not say necessarily that it was the brothers that beat the holy crap out of him, but he, he got clubbed by somebody or something. He could have been mugged. Yeah. He could, well, he could have been mugged, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to infer what caused the, the beating, but if it is possible to get whacked in the head hard enough to cause bleeding that doesn't mm-hmm. leave a giant crater in the skull. And it may have been that, you know, that Moran just didn't do a very thorough exam or maybe it had been a day or two. And so the swelling on the outside of his skull had gone down. So he just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will lend credence to the, the beating of some sort. I, I I don't think it was this, the brothers. That just... No. Nah, it seems too convenient. Can well, we talk about I, how convenient Poe's life was, though? I mean, it was so tragic, and it's like, you can't make it up. It's so good. Anyways, that that would be the perfect end to an otherwise very tragic life of a man who's just obsessed with tragedy. So... Yeah, it was way at tragic. The very, at the very least... It's nice and romantic and poetic ending mm-hmm. to his life. Well, and that's, that, leads... that he was beaten senseless and murdered. <laughs> murdered over the woman he yeah. loves. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, but, but that leads me to my, uh, uh, just another theory I'm going to throw out there, which is that um, perhaps Poe was feeling that uh, he kind of, um, he kind of shot his wad. Perhaps he was having writer's, writer's block. Mm-hmm. Perhaps he felt his best days were behind him. And so uh, after this episode, and it sounds like he had these episodes, he winds up in the hospital where he spends several days with the doctor. He tells the doctor that he doesn't want visitors. And at the end of it all, he, tells, he asks the doctor to help him fake his death. So they find a cadaver to substitute for his. And he goes off and runs away and joins a circus and changes his name because mm. he likes to change his name. Mm-hmm. So, and that would, explain, uh, that would explain a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He just, uh, you know, he just left. Edgar Allan Poe could have gone, just gone off to somewhere. Maybe he went out west and mm-hmm. uh, he became a cowboy. 
it's possible. Yeah. Suicide's also possible. No, I mean, I'm I'm actually yeah. really liking Joe's theory. You now like that one better? Uh, Edgar Allan Go Edgar Allan Poe rides off into the sunset. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome to me. All right, I'm gonna get behind that one. We can end on that note. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, and then he uh, eventually meets up with John Wayne, and they shoot a lot of people, and <laughs> uh, and they rustle cattle, or no, excuse me, they they shoot rustlers, and they mm-hmm. they herd cattle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Edgar Allan Poe rides off into the sunset. All right. Good. Yeah. Well, uh... You want to talk about aliens? No. <laughs> yeah, okay, I neither do I. All right. You uh, can find some links about this episode on our website. That website is thinkingsidewayspodcast.com. You might be listening to us there. Maybe. You're probably not. You're probably listening to us on iTunes. Uh, if you are... Please make sure you subscribe because you like us and leave us a comment and a rating, which you guys are really good at right now. You could also be streaming us on just so many different places. Stitcher is the one we always mention, but I know there are a bunch of other ones. Uh, and I guess Stitcher's back up and running, which is great. Oh, finally. Mm-hmm. You can join a conversation. We have lots going on right now. On Facebook, we have the facebook page and the facebook group so like us find us friend us i'm sorry friend us find no, us no like... no find us friend us like us uh, whatever joe said <laughs> i'm gonna get like that, that tattooed on my arm by yeah the way. you should we also have a twitter it's thinking sideways uh you can always send us an email if you'd like to talk about this or any other unsolved mystery or you have suggestions or you just want to say hey uh, thinking sideways podcast at gmail.com with that having been said as steve says i think we're gonna get out of here sounds good to me yeah never more never more yeah never more i don't know.